I am going to be sharing three ways of how you can max out your potential and become a goal getter, so to speak. So my uh, Instagram account is called Certified Goal Getter. And the reason I chose that, I was looking for something that actually represents who I am. So Goal Getter was taken just on its own. <laughs> um, so then I put Certified in front of it just as a way of possessing a value, which is what it means, a quality. And I feel like being a Goal Getter represents um, me. Uh, a definition of Goal Getter is a person who doesn't just dream, but believes and achieves and works every day to make their dreams a reality. And so that's the definition of it. But more than that, I feel like a goal getter is a personality type as well. Someone who is driven, someone who strives to achieve their ultimate goal regardless of setbacks, uh, whether good or bad, because you can always bounce back. And a goal getter always does that. Um, someone who is also open-minded and just willing to learn new things. Someone who asks a lot of questions. So maybe you're a goal-getter. Um, I feel like it's in all of us, but it's about bringing it out of you and being more specific with our goals and how to set those. And I first learned that, well, actually not first learned that, but I it became more real to me when I studied my Bachelor of Ministries um, a few years back. And the reason was because I had to make my goals very specific at the time. So I was doing an internship, so a placement in a workplace to get some work experience, to learn people skills, to learn how to um, just work in social services. And it was part of my assignment that I would set an objective and then I would have to set about two or three steps to achieve that goal. And every time I went back and gave my form to the teacher, to the tutor they would always just say this is not specific enough I'll give you an example so this is not exactly what I said but just an example so if I was to say I want to become fit or I want to lose um 10 kgs and I just said the way I'm going to do that is exercise go for a run, eat healthy, that's a common one, then the teacher would come back to me and say, you need to give a time frame and be more specific. So and so this is an example of being specific. So with that same goal in mind, I want to become fit. The way I want to do that is, I want to eat healthy, yes, but that's an objective. The step to becoming healthy is to prep my meals or don't eat out or only eat one takeaways once a week. That's a stepping stone. If I wanted to lose 10 kgs, I would say, how? what is my time frame to lose 10 kgs? And then I would say, okay, so I want to lose one kg per week for this long. So you need to start specifying it more now. And I try and do that with the young people I work with as well. I 
So for example, one of them, she was a sprinter and she wanted to get faster. So she would do sprint training every weekend and her goal was simply, I want to get faster, but she didn't know how she was going to do that. So we brought it down, we narrowed it down and we said, okay, so how are you going to hold yourself accountable to this? So the way she was going to do that was time, firstly time, you have accountability because you're now against the time. So you time yourself when you go do it and then maybe the next week or the week after you time yourself again and you see how much faster you've gotten. But obviously in between that you're going to you're going to have to do little steps as well to get to that point. So whether it's running after school once or twice a week or every day, or whether it's changing your diet, then that goal becomes within your reach. And another example, if I wanted to get closer to God, if I wanted my relationship with God to improve, I could say, okay, so I'm going to pray, I'm going to read the Bible, that's how I'm going to get close to God. But actually, that's not specific enough. The way to make it more specific is say, I want to get close to God. The way I'm going to do that is I'm going to pray every morning or I'm going to pray before I go to bed. I'm going to read a chapter of scripture once a day. Um, just start small or once a week or I'm going to read a, a whole book. Um, this book, which is only like five chapters long in one week or I'm going to listen to worship music, or I'm going to go to life group on a Wednesday. So those are examples of narrowing it down. So that has really stuck with me, and that has been the turning point of how I set goals. The top three tips I have for how to be a goal getter, how to have fit faith, these three areas, you can apply them right now to your health journey or your faith journey because I feel like they're closely linked. And I'm going to give a scripture actually for all three areas. So number one comes from Philippians 3, 12 and 14. Not that I have already reached the goal or am already made perfect, but I make every effort to take hold of it because I also have been taken hold of by Christ Jesus. Verse 14, I pursue as my goal the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. Um, so number one is focus. So Paul says that I haven't already reached my goal, but it's still there and I've set my goal. And I'm not perfect, but I'm going to make every effort to pursue the goal to push on towards the goal, to focus towards the goal. And I believe that our mind will not focus until it has a goal. We love to dream big. We are creative beings and it says right in scripture that goal setting is part of us. Whether it is through something physical or spiritual, and then he's able to do that because he has been taken hold of by Christ Jesus. Because he has someone who has made him believe that it's possible to achieve this goal. And verse 14, I pursue as my goal the prize. He continues to pursue 
what he is called to do. And so the way we can focus on our goals, which will ease our mind a little bit, is, well, the way I do it is uh, to put habits, to write down your habits. So firstly, the way we focus, obviously, is to write down things, because when we write things, our mind processes it better, and it is right in front of us. So whether you write your goal or your habit um, on your in your book or on your wall, for me, I started writing it in my book, but then I found that I wasn't tending to my book every day to tick them off, to yeah, to keep track of it. So then I made a little poster, put it on my wall. I put about seven habits that I wanted to do for two months. So again, there's a time frame there. Uh, so 30 to 60 days, and then each morning or each night I would highlight it whether I've done it or not and it helps me also to remember what my goals are like cleaning my room for example that's one and so yeah put it in front of your in front of you somewhere visible and also make a checklist that's very helpful as well so yeah number two comes from 1 Corinthians 9 24 to 27 don't you know that the runners in a stadium all race, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way to win the prize. Now everyone who competes exercises self-control in everything. They do it to receive a perishable crown, but we an imperishable crown. So I do not run like one who runs aimlessly or box like one beating the ear. Instead, I discipline my body and bring it under strict control so that after preaching to others, I myself will not be disqualified. So that also relates to focus, but I wanted to put number two as discipline. Focusing more on verse 27, he disciplines his body and brings it under strict control. We are not in control of obviously what happens to us, but we are in control of how we respond. And the way we can discipline ourselves is making conscious decisions that we are going to pursue something or that we are going to get up early in the morning, that we are going to have our devotion time. You have that choice on how you're going to respond to things around you you have the choice whether you will respond in anger or in in patience and one thing with with health that is probably one of the only areas we would have total control over well most times is your food and as I've experienced the way I've been tracking food, for example. So I track food on my fitness pal. And that has just proven to me how much food and the way you control your food will actually benefit you. So yeah, keeping track of things, that is pretty much the baseline of discipline. So you can do that by writing down your schedule uh, when you are going to go to the gym, when you are going to rest, so that you don't find yourself in excuses of, I didn't have the time, 
because you can make the time when you're going to prep your food, how you're going to fuel your hunger. You can also prepare your gym bag so that you're not trying to get it all sorted in the morning and then you just decide, oh no, I don't want to go. Or for example, I take my gym bag to work. I put it in my car so that I go straight to the gym after work because otherwise I, if I come home, I'm not going to want to leave again. Also, yeah, preparing your food was the other thing that I had already mentioned. So discipline is a huge one. And in scripture, it talks about disciplining our bodies um, like athletes who put their body under strict control because that's what they have control over. And in the same way, it compares that to how we discipline ourselves in faith. So what are your disciplines you're putting in place? And the last one, number three, is accountability. Proverbs 27.17 says, As iron sharpens iron, one person or a friend sharpens another. So we need those people in our life who are going to hold us accountable, who are going to be our friend who sharpens us. Sometimes it may not be what we want to hear, but it's what we need to hear. And so if we have accountability, we bring things to the light where it is now public knowledge. So if things are kept to ourselves, it's easy to fall off track. It's easier to just um, throw it under the rug or just no one knows. So no one's going to know type of thing if I achieve this or not. So the way you can have accountability is through a friend or a coach. So that just know that you don't have to figure it all out on your own. You can have accountability with someone who has better knowledge with you. We also have accountability in our faith journey through gathering with the body of Christ in life group and church. And you can also have accountability through an account so for example Instagram how I started my Instagram account was a way of just me blogging and sharing my progress and now I look back at a year ago and I see where I was then and it motivates me and it encourages me as to why I'm on this journey and just to keep going and even with my journaling that's another way so if you don't want to Instagram just journal and so with my devotion times, when I write things down, I write the date, sometimes the time, and then sometimes I would look back a year, like from that date, and see where I was a year ago. So I think that is a handy tool to have. Also, uh, progress photos is another way um, of accountability so for me I do mine every fortnight but I also send mine to my coach so it's good to have someone to to show it to or to to bring it out so like whether it is your Instagram account and just knowing that okay I want to be a certain way in a fortnight so in order to do that to feel good about myself I'm gonna need to put the hard work in I didn't like to do progress photos when I was doing it all on my own because I would get down on myself if I didn't look a certain way in a fortnight. 
So it doesn't have to be a fortnight, it could be a month or a few months or so, but as long as it works for you, my coach just requires us to do a fortnight and actually so much can happen in that time with your body and your spirit as well and your mental. So that's why I do it like that. But that's because I am tracking my food also and my food contributes to how I look. And don't be ashamed of the progress photos because a year from now you're going to look back if you stay consistent um, through that year, you're going to look back and you're going to be proud that you took that progress photo. And then the last one is who you surround yourself with. So don't surround yourself with negative people. You need to surround yourself with people who are like-minded, who have the same um, passion as you, who can just cheer you on. And I think that's very key as well. And I see all three of these. So number one, focus. Number two, plan and discipline. Number three, accountability. I see all of these all working together in one accord as well. They all work hand in hand. And so if you can just put these daily habits, start with uh, these daily habits in place and set your goals around this as to a long-term goal, a short-term goal, a time frame, and the specific steps you're going to take. For fitness, it can be a weight goal, for example, if you want to lift a heavier weight or if you want to be a certain certain size and clothes or if you just want to feel good about yourself and also treat yourself as well reward yourself for all the hard work you're putting in um, do the same for your faith journey too and just I hope that you are encouraged rewarding yourself with your faith or um, your spirituality can be basically giving back to your body so a massage, going for a, a walk or taking, you know, taking an extra rest day, going for a trip away. So if you look at your fit faith and where that is headed, I believe that you will ultimately become a goal getter and be able to achieve things that you always hoped for being possible, but you never thought they would be. So that is all for today and I hope that you have an awesome day and feeling blessed wherever you are. Take care. I will talk to you again soon.